The following program is rated TV-M-A-N-O-C. It contains a big pair of nuts directly on your chin. It is intended only for mature audiences. Viewer discretion advised. Obesity is epidemic in the United States and a major cause of death. What is fat activism? I, a fat person, am sharing my own lived experience. Pizza is a vegetable. Your fat phobia is your problem. It is not my place as a smaller bodied white man to comment on it. Radical body positivity. What can men do against such reckless hate? There's only one man who can help me. This is for you new people. I only have one rule. Everyone fights, no one quits. This day we fight! Well, Normoth. The sun is shining, the birds are chirping, the bacon is sizzling. Welcome to the Daily Swole. Testing, 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 test, 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 testing, testing, testicles, testing, testicles, testicles. Welcome, everyone, to episode 24, Hundo and Ochenta of the Daily Mother Swole, the most muscular swole cast, beer cast, broadcast, game cast, man cast, pimp cast, sleeves cast, and slay cast in the realm. Because when I flex, you flex. We all flex our biceps. What's going on, beaches, booshes, busters, hustlers, and your hoes? It's your boy, Papa Swoleo, back. With another episode, in today's episode, the Beast Cast is brought to you, is powered, is sponsored by Everson K2 Flex, and I'm all you be. It's the fucking Catalina one. What's going on, fam-wise? Happy Sunday, fun day, Q and Anus. It is Ask Papa Swolio live today. So if you are relatively new to listening to the Daily Swole podcast, of course, we smash ear holes every single day. So lubricate and get ready for a big dickin and every single Sunday we have ask Papa Swoyo live. So we get a lot of questions uh, from the live chat. We get a lot of questions also from ask So if you want to submit a question anytime, any time of day, you wake up in the middle of the night in a hot sweat and you're like, oh, I need some knowledge cock. Oh my God. I need some knowledge cock. Have no fear. Take out your phone and go to askpapasolio.com and submit a question, and we'll get to it in an upcoming episode. We got a bunch of them that came in for today. Uh, again, we're just taking questions, so you can start dropping them in the comments down below. Hashtag askpapasolio, and don't hesitate to uh, repeat it because once the chat starts going, you might have to repeat yourself. But get those questions in. Let's uh, bust the nut open. Let's get today's party started. So we are going deep on questions. We got a lot of stuff to get into. I'm sure it's going to be a bumpy ride. Uh, Make sure you hit the like button if you're watching on YouTube. Leave us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, all that good stuff. Check the links in the show notes below for the links for submitting a question, for joining the Swole Fam, jumping on those programs and all that amazing content inside Swole TV. We have the yoga studio. We have master classes. We have Swollen 7. We have the Nutrition Jumpstart. We have thousands of recipes. Not only that, 
Uh, this past Friday, we have an overtime segment every single Friday. And uh, driving while gaining was off the fucking charts. Absolutely off the fucking charts. So if you missed it, if you missed the overtime segment and the driving while gaining uncensored, make sure you go and check it out in Swole TV. It's available for members. Go and give that a watch and laugh your fucking tits off. It was an awesome time. So brand new drive mall gaining uncensored featured in this week's overtime segment that's available inside Swole TV for members. Go and check that out. Let's bust the nut open and get these Q and A's coming in fam wise. Let's fucking go. I'll put daddy on the big screen. It's a fantastic card, of course. Hashtag swole privilege for a chance to win today's swole card. Hashtag swole privilege for a chance to win today's swole card. And we'll give that away at the end of today's episode. All right. Questions are rolling in. Let's fucking go. Let me actually, let me see. Let me get the tainty man on here for a second. Increase the lighting on that. Very nice. Okay. So let's get into, um, mm -hmm. let's get into the first question. So let's see here. Dun, 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 dun. Ortiz 13, uh, Papa Swolio, can you have kefir and raw honey together? Um, you can, but if you're trying to get all the benefits from the kefir, I personally don't because Honey has antibacterial properties and kefir has a lot of probiotics. So I don't want to compromise the bacteria that I'm consuming because I'm consuming the kefir. So although honey is delicious in kefir, I would recommend if you want to, you could do like a second fermentation and put fruit in it if you want to. But I personally don't put honey for that reason. Is it going to be, oh my God, you're putting honey with your kefir, everything, all the benefits from kefir is completely neutralized. No, not necessarily. It depends on the type of honey. It depends on how much you're consuming with it. But I personally don't just because I'm not trying to take antibiotics, even though honey is not an antibiotic, but it has anti-bacterial um, properties. So I would personally keep them separate. I do. You could do what you want, but that's why I keep them separate. Uh, Saiyan Zero, Papa Solio, how to lose weight? Just kidding. You fucking son of a Matt bitch. You son of a bitch. <laughs> you fucking son of a bitch. You in full retard, man. 
Just kidding. Are there any guilty pleasures you allow yourself to have? Um, I don't consider anything. I don't do things that I feel guilty about. So, no, I do things that I want to do. And I have the reasons from which I like to do them. So, for example, it's the same concept. If you have something specific, I, I don't have any qualms about, from, for example, I don't consider, if I have pizza, if I decide to have pizza, I don't, I wouldn't consider having it because it's a cheat day. So in other words, I don't justify things like that. If I want to have pizza, I'm a grown ass man. If I want to order Domino's, guess what I can do? I can take out my phone, download the app. I'm sure they have an app. I, you know, all these companies have apps now and, and order junk food. If I go to a store and I want Sour Patch Kids, I can buy them if I want to. I just don't. And if I have them, I wouldn't be like, okay, I'm cheating. Okay, I'm just going to have it this once. So I don't process it like that. This is the same reason why I don't have cravings like that. I don't have these kind of desires of, ooh, I really want that food. And if you start justifying any of these excuses, you start justifying them, then it becomes a weak point for you. So if you want to have a drink of alcohol, have a drink of alcohol because you're want you you're going to I mean I'm not saying if you're an alcoholic, but if you're going to do this, don't be like, "Well, I'm cheating. Oh, it's but it's my birthday, but it's this." It's like if you're going to do it, do it, but know that you're making that decision for whatever reason. You know, I'm not saying that's an excuse. Point being, I'm not going to eat garbage because I don't want to eat garbage. I'm not going to eat shit fucking food because of what it does to my body. So what I think you're really asking um, are things that are detrimental or might have some detrimental outcomes. Um, you can make the argument that doing too much resistance training can have detrimental outcomes, that there is a, a fine line. You don't want to do too much. You don't want to be causing too much stress to your body. Uh, there could be a point where you're doing too much overload that actually detriment is detrimental to your long-term like longevity. So you have to judge, engage these things, whatever you're doing based on, okay, is it going to help me live longer or do you want to live more vibrantly? Do you want to live mobile, strong until 80 or do you want to like be alive and frail, but you stretched it out another five years? So there's different benefits and outcomes that people might find more important. Um, so I don't really, and so getting back again, I just wanted to give some more context just because the guilty, the cheating that just brought up a nice little rant about cheat meals and things like that. Um, for example, I don't eat the junk food because I don't desire it because I have a reason why I don't do it. And it's, of course, it's a belief system. It's also a science system and a reality system. And I'm just not lying to myself or giving myself those kinds of outs, but I don't drink. I just naturally drifted away from, from alcohol. I used to have, I, I used to have, uh, whiskey once in a while when I had a cigar or something like that, or, but then I just lost the taste for it. I didn't want it. I just, there's no real benefit from it. Benefit from it. I do like cigars. So I have those now and again, but not alcohol. I, I just don't get any benefit from alcohol. I don't desire the taste of it. I don't like how I feel. I don't want to get like whiskey shits. I, I just don't because that's digestive system oriented. If that makes sense, I'm much more sensitive to certain things and I'm much more against damaging my gut, um, having any kind of 
stomach distress or discomfort or bloating. Um, eating healthy can help you make, it can help you be more resilient. But at the, so sometimes if you have something that's not really good for you because your digestive system is healthier, you might be more resilient to it or, and, or you, you also might be more sensitive. You might just shit your fucking brains out. So, but anyway, when you're making choices, for example, I wouldn't be like, okay, it's a guilty pleasure for me to go to Taco Bell. I I don't like the mindset of this is a guilty pleasure. Like you're putting a stigma or you're putting like this idea around it. You know, make sure you're making the choices for the right reasons. And the right reasons are your reasons, but as long as you're not lying to yourself about them. Does that make sense? I'm, I'm trying to explain it all out. It's a similar concept to, oh, this is a cheat meal. Like, I, I don't, I don't, I hate that framing. Okay, if that makes sense. Um, oh, God, Jesus Christ. Uncle John, what a good name for this kind of creepy ass question. Must pick one you have to make out for 30 seconds with Biden or Hillary. Oh, come on, man. Jesus Christ. How dare you? Like Hillary Clinton? Fuck, Hillary Clinton. Jesus, God, fucking gross. Jesus. Good. Out of the door, line on the left, one cross each. Jesus, fuck. Uh, Ortiz, Papa Soli, where do you get your news? Um, like stuff that isn't getting attention, like the medication lawsuits. Um, podcasts, also the, let me see, where'd I hear about that? The medication, you mean the Zantac? Um, the da- Look, and, and I always talk about this, the Daily Mail is a UK kind of, ta- is a tabloidy type paper but they do cover a lot of stories that don't get attention. It's kind of like they're kind of middle of the road. I know they're, they're also super woke. It depends on what article you're reading, but because it's from outside the United States specifically, they cover a lot of stories or they give you a lot of headlines and topics that they'll bring to your attention that you can go deeper on other places. You might, you might hear about some of these things or these stories in better detail and more objective on um, Substack and different independent journalists, but they'll cover a lot of stories because that perspective is outside the United States. So from a UK standpoint, you'll get stories that isn't necessarily left or right. They might have their own left leaning spin on it just because, you know, the UK is super woke too, but it's a, um, It'll, it'll bring up topics that like, oh shit, I'll be aware of something. I don't necessarily, because we read some of the stories from it. I won't necessarily go into the details and like, oh, those are all the facts. But you get the headline, you get a little gist and you kind of pick out some of the facts and you can formulate your own opinion as long as you understand the bias from the source. But they'll cover more stories. For example, like you won't hear about some story. You go on CNN or MSNBC, you won't get the actual story, period. It'll just be like Trump hate uh, like over the entire page. It'll just be complete. It's like watching... I don't know, communist YouTube. It's just like all completely tabloid shit. You're really not getting any kind of actual news or information. So information, you want data, you want information, and you want to eliminate the the slant to it in your brain. Um, so podcasts, like websites like that, might, that might pull up on some stories, give me some more ideas. 
Um, there's good Substack independent journalists. And the cool thing about Substack is I'm not necessarily going to sit there and read like a 10, you know, 10, 15 minutes for like an article, but you get the topics, you get the, the headlines. In other words, headlines are good, but then you have the actual information go deeper on. So I like to be aware loosely because for example, unless there's a, a breaking story, a lot of it is just additional little context on different things. And it, 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 it does, you don't necessarily need to absorb all that information because not a lot might change with that story over the course of a couple of weeks. You might get little pieces of information so you can kind of loosely stay in tune with it. Um, I do some, I, I watch some like independent uh, channels and news channels and stuff like that on, on, on YouTube. So I'll, I'll get some certain, mostly podcasts and shows that might be on YouTube that also have podcasts. So the podcasts are, are much better because for people that do videos that are mostly for podcasts that also post on YouTube, a lot of times it's not dependent on YouTube. You'll have, they'll, they'll have sponsors or they'll have some other way of making money. So YouTube is like a video format. Okay. You can watch that. But if YouTube strikes the video or something like that, the podcast isn't censoring people. The podcast is still going to be available. So a lot of times if it's a podcast, they'll have the video there, but primarily it's an audio podcast and that's a little bit more, um, important. You're getting better information. In other words, you're getting information that's more likely to have more truth and have more facts than someone that's just tiptoeing because they have a YouTube channel primarily, and they're trying to appease the censors. So make sure that they're, you know, the primary focus is podcasting and oftentimes, and that they have, there's not like ulterior motives because if you're just watching a purely YouTube show, for example, they're going to tiptoe to make sure they don't get banned and blocked and flagged. Uh, let's see. Oh, the wicked witch. Uh, Carson, I know you spend all your free time making this the best man cast. Why? Oh, thank you so much. Um, and probably do a lot at one time for efficiency, but how much time do you think you take uh, for a TikTok idea shooting editing? Um, that's a good question. I don't really have a number for you because if you own your own business and you do like this level of media content like I do, you're kind of working all the time. So I give myself a lot of time to think and you know, ideas are always coming at different times. So I don't sit there and be like, okay, here, I'm brainstorming ideas. I have no shortage of ideas. That's the easy part. Ideas are the easy part with anything, with a business, with an idea for videos. You can, you can have a thousand ideas. A lot of people have ideas. They just don't execute on them. So I have a lot of ideas and I just execute on them. I don't have any shortage. I always try new things. I'm not afraid to do something different and um, mix things up. So how much time? Uh, that's just really hard to say. I'll film... TikToks really quickly. So people that think that I do tons and tons of takes, I mean, I don't, I'll, I'll film 50 or 60 TikTok videos and maybe I'll make a mistake like once. And I'm not saying that to brag. I just, they're simple videos, my ideas, and I just rep out different things and, and make different pieces of content. So filming is one thing, um, with the, when it comes to the podcast, the systems that have been developed over the years make it very efficient for me to set up the show, to film the show, to stream the show, to upload the show. Everything that I do is based on efficiency. So, I mean, this is like the benefit of 
or what you should be aiming for for any business, uh, cutting out waste, you know, wasted time, making it as more efficient, as easy to set up, as easy to execute. You want to keep the quality high, but it's all about the ease of execution too. So if I make something that is a huge hump, is a huge thing to overcome in terms of executing what I need to do, it just makes me more or less likely to do it and makes it more of a, a, a friction. So you want to eliminate as much friction as possible. So ideas are easy. The filming, you know, when I do film, it's usually a couple, maybe a couple times a week, maybe once a week, maybe twice a week, depending. Uh, but I'm doing a lot of other stuff. So shooting, editing, I don't do editing in the same manner that I, um, that I, that I used to. So over the years, building out the swole team and not having to be personally hands-on a lot of the things that other people can do. So of course, when you start anything, you're doing it all yourself. You're building it all yourself. You're doing editing. You're doing all the, everything yourself. But then one of the things that any successful like company should do or someone that's starting something is you want to start offloading things that you don't have to do. So I want to focus on the things that I need to do. Like I have to be in front of the camera. I have to film. I have to say these things. I have to do the live stream. I have to do X, Y, and Z. I don't need to sit there and edit for five hours. That's not something that I personally have to do. There are people out there that are like, I became a very good video editor because I had to be really efficient. I was doing everything, all the YouTube. I was doing everything for a long time. And, but it's not something that's, the best use of, of my, of my time. So you learn to multiply your time. So you want to offload things that you don't have to be doing. If it's something that you don't absolutely have to do, then there's a great book out there. If you want to look into more of that, it's who, not how, and that's a great way to learn how to maximize your time. Cause there's only 24 hours in the day. So how can you make that 24 hours more efficient? But for anyone that doesn't know, Editing is the longest part of any kind of like video, like editing the post-production. So I used to, when you watch, not that anyone watches the Oscars and things like that anymore, when they go through, you know, best video editor, best post-production and visual effects and all these different things. When you're first, when you're younger, you don't know anything about film and you watch these things, you're like, oh my God, boring. Like who want the best actor, best picture, best supporting actor. And then when you get into the field, you realize, oh, that's everything. Oh, the sound editing. It's like, who cares about what this, you know, best, I got an Oscar for sound editing. Sound editing is extremely challenging and it's so fucking important. And there's so many different things with sound editing. Um, and that will make or break a movie. The editing is the movie. Like the editing is the movie. The filming is nothing. The actors, yeah, they're important. It's the editing that makes, you be shocked if you don't do any of this kind of stuff. You be shocked at how much the editing makes like all the difference. Yes, you need good actors, but you have good acting and good things and terrible editing, the movie's going to be fucking awful. So any, it's just, it's in the direction and the, so, and then once you get better, I don't want to go too far down this road. You can ask another question if you're interested, but you get to the point where I think it's important for anyone who does video to edit, to have experience editing or to do it themselves. Because when you're trying to be more efficient and you get better at editing, you learn how to film. So that was like the biggest thing that made, is for me, when I was doing all the editing, you start to learn how, like, oh, I wish I had a shot like that. Oh, so if I want to do a video like that, I need to have that shot. So then you learn how to film and you're more efficient filming because it makes the editing easier. So the directing, the filming, 
makes the editing easier. So when you know what you want the outcome to be, you know what shots you need. Cause like I get to editing and be like, Oh, this now I know why they would do a shot like that or B roll or different things. And anyway, we can go down that rabbit hole. Uh, possibly any podcast recommendations. What kind of podcast do you like? Uh, Joe Rogan's great. Um, Patrick bet David, ha David has a great podcast, the PBD podcast. Um, Tim pool is great for news and getting some facts and, you know, you can make your formulate your own opinion when it comes to news um, channels. Modern Wisdom is a good podcast. Uh, Founders is a great podcast if you're business minded and you want to listen to breakdowns of like autobiographies and histories of famous founders. Um, other investing podcasts. Um, what is Money is a great podcast about Bitcoin, um, especially the earlier episodes if you want to learn more about Bitcoin. Uh, there's a lot of ones, a lot of good podcasts out there. So it depends on what kind of podcast you like. I just like podcasts because I like conversations. I like conversations. Books are great depending on what they are. Um, audio books, sometimes a fan, sometimes not. Depends on what the book is. I'm not going to listen to science fiction. I, I, so it really depends on what the content is. But I would much rather listen to an interview with the author than necessarily read the book. Or I mean, or if you like a book or you're interested in reading a book, Google some podcasts because then you get kind of get an idea of the person's voice and mindset. And then when you read the book, so I don't know, there's different approaches for people that like, but I like the fact that you can do multiple things. You can listen to something and work out. You can listen to a podcast and go for a walk. You can be in the sauna or hot tub or taking a shower and you can be listening to something. So it makes it efficient. Uncle John, what's the most challenging thing slash task you've ever conquered? And what's the most difficult thing you've ever given up? Deep questions. I'm not going to be able to answer those um, without thinking about it for a while. I'm not going to take up too much airtime, but I don't have anything on my most difficult thing you've ever given up. Hmm, That's a good one. I have to think about that on my own. Most challenging thing or task you've ever conquered. Those are good questions. I actually don't I have to, I would want, I would want to think about that for a little bit. Really good questions. I don't have anything like on my tip, my tongue. You could say, I mean, for lack of overthinking, it could be starting Swolnormous and starting doing the podcast every day. But like, I don't, to be honest, when it's, if you think the most challenging, you might say, oh, being live every single day for 2,480 days in a row. I don't know, but it never seemed like a challenge. It was just like something that like from flip the switch, like, oh, that's what I was doing. That's what I did. So, yeah, I guess objectively, OK, that take a lot of consistency, but I, I never I think that's why it's so I, I love it so much and why it it's so natural and why I'm able to be consistent because it doesn't feel like a challenge. If that makes sense. Good questions. Uncle John going deep uh, saying, is there anything wrong with chorizo? Is that sausage? I mix it with some eggs. Thanks for answering. You're fucking awesome. You're welcome, dude. I, I depends on, uh, I don't care what it's called or what the name of it is. Quality of the meat, what it's made of, what's in it. Uh, let's see. Uh, Carson, I ask because I have an idea for an information slash education based TikTok, but I don't know if I have the time I would need to actually do it successfully. Um, Carson, well, here's the thing. You have an idea. Cool. Now, I'm not gonna say this to be rude, but it doesn't matter. Like everyone has ideas whenever something comes out or there's a new invention or an app. If someone's like, 
there's always someone like, oh, I had that idea. Oh, I came up with that five years ago. Cool. You had a thought. I'm not saying this to insult you. I'm just going on a general rant. Like, oh, you had a, you had a thought. You thought of something. Well, that's cool. Wow. Your brain functions? Nice. I had this idea of we can fly to fucking Mars. And we're like, yeah, cool idea. Well, Elon Musk is actually doing it. So what are you doing? In other words, ideas are bullshit. I have that on the wall. Like ideas are shit. Ideas are nonsense. Everyone has a fucking idea. So it really only matters what you're going to execute on. So that second part's more important. Um, I don't know if I have time. I would need to actually do it successfully. Well, that's why it's never going to be successful because you're not going to do it. You don't know. You don't have the time. So make the time. No one has the time. Do it. Just do it. I mean, your idea, the problem is you're overthinking it. The problem why many people don't start ideas is they have this idea to do something and they compare it to someone who's been doing YouTube or something for 10 fucking years using a fancy fucking camera that they know how to use with lighting and all this equipment. It's like, okay, you have an idea for an information-based TikTok. Cool. Take your phone and fucking record. Put it on your face. Use text. Like you can edit the shit out of videos in TikTok. Just make the fucking videos. So you have this idea of like, oh, cool. Like for me, it's like, okay, what if I want to, I have an idea for a podcast. I'll be in the middle of a fucking sports stadium and it'll be a live podcast and there'll be 50,000 people for every episode. Okay. Well, that's like, that's a silly idea. It's a cool pipe dream, but you have to, let's say I actually, I don't want that, but let's say I actually did want that. Okay. Well, it would start like this and this would be a phase on the way to that. If that was, you have to start with a, you have your phone. So if you want to see what execution looks like, go back to the first daily swole. I filmed it with my, I had this old camera and I streamed live on like a second gen iPad and a Samsung galaxy S six. And I just recorded audio into a separate mic. And I, it was, it was a, it was really janky, but I did it. So you should always look back and be embarrassed by your previous iteration. In a good way. I look back at the, those videos and I appreciate that. I know the video. I'm like, oh God, dude, you put the fucking microphone on a metal necklace and it's like clinking. Like, why the fuck would you click it to metal? That's going to make so much noise. I didn't know at the time until I hear it afterwards. Like, oh, that's probably not good. I'm like flexing you here like clink clink because the fucking microphone is sliding on a metal necklace. It's retarded. It's retarded. You do that with a lot of early podcasts. You people have like road noise and shitty microphone, but they started. So I wouldn't be on episode 2480 if I didn't do one through 2479. Today would be the first episode. So in other words, take your phone and fucking record. And the thing is, you're not going to get better at recording and doing the content unless you do the content. So you're not going to build muscle unless you do thousands of repetitions. You're not going to get better at filming content and making videos. Go back and watch my earlier videos. The reason why the videos are good now, it's because I've done tens of thousands of videos. That's the only reason why the videos are better. They got better because I practiced making videos. And you're not going to get better at making videos unless you practice making videos, which means you have to fucking do hundreds and hundreds and thousands of them. So just do it. Record on your fucking phone. You have literally this camera or this phone or whatever. I have the 13 Pro Max. I think it is something like that. One of the newer ones, like the last iteration. It has a better camera than the ones I fucking started with. I can do a multi-stream on this camera. You pay for one of those multiple streaming platforms and you could do it on your phone. 
like whether it's StreamYard or Restream or something like that, you can open up your fucking phone and literally go live on your phone to like five fucking platforms. It's insane. When I did it, Facebook Live didn't even exist or Facebook Live existed and that's why I needed a second, the second gen iPad. It's because Facebook Live was only available on Mac. I couldn't even use it on my Android and Android at the time. But my fucking Android. But my fucking Android, right? Fam, we'll talk about this stuff a lot. I have a lot of information. A lot of personal experience if you're interested in doing this shit, but just start doing it. People underestimate the the power of what they have in terms of these cameras and stuff. Uh, Ortiz, does walking up a long, steep hill backwards have similar benefits as reverse sled pulls? Yeah. Yeah, that's good. It's different, of course, but it's good for sure. Very good. That's a very, that's a great way to do it. Let's see here. Uh, Carson, I'm just researching so I can make an educated decision on the best use of my time. Um, I'm just going to, I'm just trying to help you avoid these potholes. Carson, I have thousands of ideas in the trash because it waste my time. Well, this is an investment. If you're doing something that's wasting your time, then you're not doing, you're not really doing what you should be doing. Because if you like, it's not going to be hard work if you enjoy what you're doing. So if you're going to create something, seriously, listen, people, if you're going to create something, especially with making videos and content, it needs to be an investment. You need to love doing it. It should, it won't feel like work if you love doing it. And why the fuck are you going to create something that you don't like? Don't create a job. Like, here's a quick way to make fucking money. No, if you're going to build something from scratch, build something that you love doing. I feel retired because I enjoy, I enjoy making the TikToks and getting people off their ass to go to the fucking gym and making training videos for Swarmus X and programs and yoga classes. And I like doing the streaming and live performance and making fun of stupid shit and having a good time and answering questions and reaching thousands of people. So I enjoy doing this. It doesn't feel like work. That's why I can do it every day because I made it exactly the way I want to. I don't want to sit across and have conversations with people every single day. That might sound weird to people. I don't. So some of, some of you, it doesn't mean we won't have ever guests again or Swole fan members and stuff on the show, but it's not something like, I don't want to have like, oh, this person did this. Tell me more about this. Let me ask you a question. Like, I don't fucking care. Cool. You do your thing. That's fine. That's not, that's, that's, there's enough podcasts. I just have two people talking to one another. Cool. The same person goes on to like different podcasts. Fine. They're promoting a book and I get it. But how many interview podcasts are there? Most of them, most of them people don't listen to. You find one that you like and you listen to that. But like, I mean, there's enough to go around. Don't get me wrong. There's a lot of podcasts where you have conversations and some people have interesting things to say and they ask questions really well. I look at that. It's like, cool. That's, that's not me. Like there are other people that do that better. That's not individualized enough for me. That's not authentic enough to me. That's fine. I like listening to those. I love those podcasts. I like listening to people having a conversation. I like to consume that. I don't want to sit there and do it myself. And that's just me. So I made the Daily Swole and this is what I do. And I do this my way. Cool. And it's authentic to me and no one can, there's no other Daily Swole and there never will be because um, there's only one, there's only one Tainty Man. There's only one Tainty Man. Aww. And there's only one church. They can't be replaced. And there's only one Papa Scalia. Anyway, so um, 
I'm just researching so I can make an educated decision and best use of my time. So what I'll also say is until you execute, you don't know what you need. And if you have to do a ton of research, just keep in mind, it might not be your wheelhouse enough. So understand that. Why don't you speak from your experience? What are you good at? What are you passionate about? What are you really interested in? And make videos about that. And then down the line, you can monetize and you can figure stuff out. I didn't, I wasn't selling any products when I started. I didn't have apparel. I didn't have memberships like that, that, that started like after a few months or I just started making videos anyway. Um, let's move on. You can follow up a question. If you have another question, we can do more. Uh, uh, let's, I should have done a bunch of these earlier. Let's get some calls. Let's get some calls. Uh, Ramses Ramses. You're on the sleeves. Hey, Papa Solio. I want to yeah. ask you on how to convince a friend because she doesn't want to go to the fucking gym. I send her every damn video of yours saying go to the fucking gym, but she doesn't go. She's lazy as fuck. She doesn't want to go to the gym. And I tell her to go with me, but she doesn't want to go. How do I convince her? Like, what do I say? Like, I said everything and I can't convince her. Please help me. Shut up, bitch. Not you, Ramses. Um, get a better friend. Stop surrounding yourself with someone that's negative that doesn't want to take care of their health. Just start going to the gym and come on, you need to take care of your health. You can't be dragged down by someone who's a lazy fuck. This person, just saying it um, objectively, I guarantee they're holding you back more than you realize. They're more negative in your life than you realize with many other things. So... I would just start going to the gym more. If she doesn't want to go, like, hey, come to the gym. No, no, no. okay, cool. Well, I mean, we'll, we'll talk later. And just try distancing yourself a little bit and focusing on healthy things. And everything you do, you're not going out eating garbage. You're not going drinking. You're not just going to the fucking movies and sitting and staring at a screen and wasting fucking money. Focus on your health. Go all in on your health. Invite her. If not, you'll distance naturally and find better people. Just sounds negative. Sounds, sounds like a fucking real drag. You didn't say relationship. You said friends. Like, fuck that shit. You're, you're obviously going a different direction in your life. Good for you. Stefan Barnes. Um, love this podcast. Thank you. Oh, this wasn't a question, but thank you. I came in when you were saying, imagine the bullshit foods as diseased dicks people are shoving into their mouths. Been following ever since. Thank you, Stephen. I appreciate it. Yeah, we're talking about um, garbage food being uh, dirty, bleeding AIDS dicks covered in COVID. So... Yeah, that's a uh, don't don't put that in your mouth, right? Emotional damage. Ooh, look at this dirty, bleeding AIDS dick. Mmm. Oh, <laughs> nice. Uh, Michael Cano, Cano, just joined the fam. I only have access to dumbbells. How do I get quality workouts with only dumbbells? Well, you can do any of the programming. Um, if there's ever an exercise that you need to swap out that you don't have a tool. Um, that is recommended. You can post up in the telegram chat, or the Facebook group, and we'll help you swap that out. Uh, but also you have swollen seven dumbbell section too. If you just want like quick seven minute, you can also loop the swollen sevens or do different ones back to back. There's a whole dumbbell section for that in the swollen seven section. So if you want specific dumbbells, short workouts that you can do um, a few rounds with, check out the swollen seven section, but the programming all you can do with dumbbells. So if there's, let's say a pec deck fly machine, you could just do dumbbell flies 
or if there's a, a pull down exercise, you could just do like a seal row or dumbbell rows, two arm rows, one arm rows. So there's always a, there's always a, uh, a good swap out for the programming like scorched earth or 90 day dash could be done with only dumbbells for sure. There's one with like bands are good. Like maybe you can get a pair of bands or some light bands, but if there's something that you really can't swap out, just post up and we'll help you individualize it. Uh, let's see. Jesus Christ. Let's see. Sand zero. Papa Soy. Would you rather yell every time you spoke or sprint every time you walked? Sprint every time I walk. You mean like never walk, just sprint all the time? That sucks, but you'd be fucking ripped. I'd rather sprint because if I ever want to go, so then it'll just make my, I would definitely sprint because it would just make where I go more valuable. And plus you could drive a car if you want to go long distances. So I would just make better choices as to what I'm doing next. And it would make me plan better. It's like, okay, I'm going to go this way. So I'm going to sprint here. So I could do that, 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 and that. I wouldn't just sprint around randomly. I'd be here for a while. Then I'd sprint to the kitchen. Yeah, absolutely sprinting. Uh, TCAP, he eats garbage. Who are you talking? Oh, this is a, he eats garbage. Oh, wait, did you call it? Was that you? Wait, he eats garbage and ruined his immune system. Who are we talking about with antibiotics? Anytime you got a cold that's naturally thin and swears he's healthy. That's a segmented statement. What's the, is our question there? Let's take another call. Austin, you're on the line. Austin, Austin. What's the best bicep exercise slash tricep? I want to get bigger arms. Thank you so much. Go to the gym. <laughs> What's the best bicep? Thank you for the call. Bicep slash tricep. Like, you know, there's two, there are two different muscles there, right, fam? Uh, there is no best. So Austin just telling you, hey, do a bicep curl. No shit. Like, like bicep curls will get you big fucking biceps. If you're pushing hard enough, if you're eating right, if you're sleeping, you don't need fancy exercises. So any basic exercise will build that muscle. Bench pressing will give you more muscle in, in your chest. Rows will get you a big back. Just doing rows. Like literally all you do is rows. You'll get a big fucking back. If you do them hard enough, if you do enough volume, if you right rows, you don't need different angles. I mean, will you have the most fully developed back of different muscle groups? But no, rows will get you fucking big. Um, squats, big. Dead, like any exercise will build your muscle, especially if it's a compound exercise, it'll hit multiple muscles. So there's no best. I always say this depends on your mobility, depends on your frequency of training, depends on what you have access to, depends on your joint and your shoulder width. Like some exercises, if you have wider shoulders, naturally, I'm not talking about, I'm talking about your skeletal structure. Some people are a lot wider, have broader shoulders. Different things are going to be better for you. You might like an easy curl bar for skull crushers, but then for some of you, based on like your forearm and your, you know, wrist mobility and your shoulder width, it might cause a little bit of pain in your elbow because you're not mobile enough. So one person might really love it and feels great. And they've been doing it for years and they have, they're crushing that exercise. Other people, it's really fucking awkward. So you might like more overhead, uh, cable extensions or something like that. So it really depends on the individual. I can't give you just, I can be sitting here just listing off exercises, just a waste of everyone's time. So I just need to explain why there's no best depends on what you're doing, but stick with the basics. 
and think about what your food's like and are you just training hard enough with the basics? Uh, Guicho? Guicho. Guicho? Guicho. Guicho. What up, Bish? Papa, I need help raising my calves. I got chicken legs, patas de pollo, and I need to get them bigger. If any tips will help, man. Bel puto gimnasio. Heyo. All right, good. Um, growing calves can be very challenging just because of like the type of muscle tissue and the frequency in which they're used. So you need to gradually over time increase the frequency and the volume of your training. A couple exercises that I like, donkey calf raises, single leg calf raises, get a slant board. That's fantastic. Making sure you're working on your anterior tibialis and you're also hitting your soleus. So seated calf raises, you can use a seated calf mach- machine. You can also use um, a slant board and like a kettlebell or a dumbbell on your thighs for seated calf raises, um, donkey calf raises. I use a belt squat setup, which is great. I use a belt squat setup. You can use a slant board. You can use a calf block, um, which is fantastic for doing donkey calf raises, doing anterior tibialis. So leaning back against the wall, doing toe raises or getting a tip blaster, which you can get on Amazon, um, and uh, many other places uh, to work your anterior tibialis and of course like the soleus so you're working different aspects of your calves you're activating if you train the front of your calf you're going to have more thickness more three dimension but also it's going to increase your strength because you're increasing the dynamic tension and the strength around both sides of the joint so it's the same reason why you wouldn't just do bicep curls and never triceps you want to make sure you're working both sides of the joint strong okay um let's see and then gradually increase the frequency. Like you, you should be doing calves a few times a week. You could also do them, prioritize them, train them first. Um, takes a lot of time. It takes a lot of time, but increase frequency and volume over time. So I would do a little bit more frequently and then slowly increase the volume. And then some days go higher reps, some days go heavier and play around with the reps and see what works best, but hard and frequently. But you have to build that over time. Okay, let's do uh, Randy. Randy. Hi, Papa Solo. This is Randy from Colombia. And I just want to ask you about your daily routine and the things you do to look all ripped and hijacked. <laughs> well, thanks, Randy from Colombia. Uh, my daily routine. Well, I mean, let's see. My routine now is not what I did to get to where I am. I mean, it's part of, it's kind of where I'm at now over iterations over a long time because my sleep has been the best it's ever been. My training has been, is the best it's ever been. My nutrition's the best that's ever been. So of course it should be like where I'm at now, I'm doing the best that I ever have done, which should be the case because I've been learning and I'm constantly learning and adjusting and tweaking. So the way my routine is now, I mean, first off, just like the daily swole, I've been training, uh, no excuses, training and eating right, getting plenty of protein in, um, you know, what I eat now. And I, I wish I knew earlier what I do now so I could have gone back. But at the same time, I built a lot of muscle doing things the way I did, but my nutrition wasn't ideal. My sleep was not ideal. There were a lot of things that weren't ideal and I did a lot of bodybuilding. So what I will say is that a lot of people today they do an exercise style that they like or they think looks good or feels good in the moment or that makes them feel exhausted. But a lot of people today, their idea or their goals don't match up the way they're training. 
like they'll do CrossFit or HIIT training because they want to build a lot of muscle and they want to shred fat. It's like, that's not how you do it. If you want to build muscle, you need to do bodybuilding. You need to train overload specifically to build muscle. And that's a specific type of training. It's not glamorous. It's not fancy. It's not, you know, climbing up a rope and climbing down a rope and then running and doing a, a mile run and then coming back and doing kipping pull-ups. Like that's not how you build fucking muscle. So you need to make sure that your training maps what you're actually going to get. So it's relentless consistency. It's relentless, um, you know, quality eating, time management, prioritization. What I do now is just my routine now without more specific questions. Uh, I wake up, cold plunge, take Rufus for a walk, come back, make coffee. So I got some sun. I, I don't get on my phone at all. I'm not on my phone at all until after I make coffee. Like I'm setting up for the show and then I'll post like some videos. But I um, walk the dog, plunge, walk the dog, wake up, hydrate, electrolytes, 32 ounces of water at least, and do the show. And then I'll lift weights. So that's my best flow. It's just it's general. That's a general question. But I don't know. Like routine is... It's the seven pillars. So if you don't know what the seven pillars are, like that's what you need to focus on. So your seven pillars might work and your routine might look different than mine. But that's where I'm at. I can just also customize my schedule. But if you're doing all those things every day, then you're going to get awesome results. Uncle John, have you ever... We're going to wrap up soon, so still time for a couple more questions. Have you ever broken a bone? What's the worst injury you've ever had? Uh, no broken bones. Thankfully, I mean, like stress fractures and stuff, but worst was, was it junior year of college? Or was it senior year? Junior, senior year, junior or senior year. I, mean, it was, I don't even remember. Um, oh my God. I'm starting to lose my memory from that kind of shit. Good. I was playing, never had a major injury playing baseball like my whole life then get asked to play on my friend's fraternity's intramural softball team and of course we were fucking awesome and I sprained the fuck out of my ankle the fuck out of my ankle because I jacked one it was either over the left fielder's head or is in the gap both I, I just fucking launched this shit and I was rounding second and you know, when you round second, you're looking at the outfield, you're checking where the outfielder just have it from baseball. But because I was in the, the zone my entire life, I was playing baseball. So the 90 feet between bases, when you play softball, you're on like a small field. It was like 60 or 45 feet. So I was looking at the outfielder and, you know, when you play baseball your whole life, it's the timing between the bases. It's automatic. You know when to look and pull up. You just get used to the habit. So I turned my head back from the outfield and all of a sudden the base was right there. I didn't realize, I, I just forgot, you know, I forgot. And like, I, I tried to break it, slow down. My toe went into the bag, pop, my just fucking ankle went straight down, pop the fuck out of it. So like second degree tear, I don't know if it was a third degree tear. It, it, it couldn't have been because, uh, but yeah, it was, it was bad. I'd rather have broken it than sprained it. That was bad. I forget what year it was, though. 
that's that, that was the problem. It's like that with a lot of injuries. Like when you're when you're focused and you're warmed up and you're prepared for what you're doing and you're focused on it. Like I have a lot of stuff in my gym. I don't hurt myself when I'm training. It'll be when like the dog's over here and I'm looking this way and I'll smash my toe on something and split it open. I'm like, oh, fuck. When I'm training, it's like you're paying attention. I'm not dropping. I don't drop weight on my feet and I wear my Vibrams or I'm barefoot. It's always like I'll kick something when I'm not paying attention. So all my years playing baseball, no like major, major injuries. Game of intramural softball. It's just stupid mistake. Um, saying going back to the guilty pleasures question, you've never cooked three steaks and just went ahead and had three steaks. That's not a guilty pleasure. Um, have I ever cooked? I have cooked three steaks. Like, have I eaten three steaks? No, I just have a steak. Like if we're cooking ribeyes, I'll just have one. I, I don't, I'm not like, I'll eat two steaks and one. No, like I'm full. Plus it's also has grass fed butter on it and it has, it's cooked in tallow and, yeah, I'm I'm full and satisfied. Francesca, do you have a link where to buy a club to start with, or is it on your website and where to start? We have it in the Amazon store, um, but you can get it on you can get it on Amazon too. It depends on if you're looking for steel or a wood club. If you're looking for a wood club, I recommend you check out uh, Peter's Clubs. It's it's on it's BodyMind-Fit.com, something like that. Is that the I forget? There's a dash there. If you're looking for wood clubs, he sells them. He's in the UK and they're fantastic. Uh, some of the members here have purchased one before. Uh, also, no affiliation, no sponsorship or anything like that, but happy to send business to someone that makes high quality stuff. If you're looking for a five pound club, I would recommend Amazon or you go to Onnit, O-N-N-I-T. Again, no affiliation, but they make good clubs. Because when you get light clubs or steel clubs and they're all made from like China and stuff like that, they're different. Sometimes the thickness is different or the length is different. This is why I like wood clubs because you get more of the torque and there's more things you can benefit from rather than a steel club. Okay, let's see. Um, Just a guy on the internet. Papa Soli, do you ever get recognized in public? Yes, I do. Indeed, I do. Mm, raw cream. That's what she said. <laughs> Which biggest stickers here of this? Mm. God, I love that. F- I love that cream. It's delicious. Had a little black coffee. Now I'm feeling like some fucking cream. Okay, uh, we're almost done. Was that one from Randy? That was from Randy. Uh, positive charisma. On a serious note, are tomatoes and peppers fruit or vegetables? I say they are fruit because nature thoughts inside. Tomatoes are fruit. They're nightshade, though. And peppers, I believe, some of them are nightshades. I'm not sure if all of them are, but a lot of people have issues with, like, red peppers and tomatoes and stuff like that. If you have tomatoes, either pressure cook them or remove the seeds in the skin. But I just don't have tomatoes. I don't know if peppers are technically a fruit. Not that I'm aware of. I don't eat them, so whatever. Okay, let's see here. Uh, phone call. One more. Sean. Sean, you're on the sleaze. Case. What motivated you to start doing these videos? 
We've talked about that before. Um, what motivated me? Nothing motivated me. That's not how you start shit. Um, to make these videos. So a lot of people come across my content now. And I don't do things now the way I did then. Yes, I did the podcast. And yes, I made video content. But like these videos, a lot of people would be like, yeah, just because people come across my content now, like, oh, this guy just says he built it all on saying, go to the fucking gym. And that's what they see. Like, oh, he got popular because that's all they scroll. They scroll down for a few minutes and they that's all they see. But, you know, that wasn't as, that's not how everything started. So motivated me to start doing what I'm doing or this iteration of what it is now. So, you know, making these videos, um, they work, but I, what, wait, not just that they work and they get views because that's not the only reason it's important to get views. So what I've always been, and I'll, I'll talk about this a little bit. What I've always been doing is that balance between, okay, what do, what does the audience want? Like, what do they like and respond to? And is that a piece of content I like to make? And the type of content that I make was always, especially when it comes to seven pillars, lowest common denominator. So what's the most fundamental thing and fundamental way I can get my message across? Like in one sentence, in one sentence, in one phrase, how can I, what's the most common vein of action? It's go to the fucking gym. Not go to the gym. Go to the fucking gym. Period. Like start. That's very fundamental. Yes, do an elimination diet. Uh, yes, delete people in your environment that suck in community. And yes, get quality sleep. And yes, like there's other things. No shit. But the message can't be all of those things at once because the message gets lost and people just don't listen to anything. There's nothing actionable. It's vague. It's... Um, you should eat this, but what about this? What kind of calories? Go to the fucking gym. Like, shut up. Go to the fucking gym. It's just the lowest common denominator that people understand that hits hard every single day. You have to hear that and get that message. So all the content is like lowest common denominator. It's lowest common denominator for execution. What's the easiest, most efficient way to film the content, to get the message across, to edit the video. It's all about efficiency. What's the simplest way to approach what's the best way to film that will get the most video content for all platforms. Now it's a little bit different when it comes to pretty much all platforms do vertical video, which is great. You can make one type of video and then post them differently in different places. When I started, it was like Facebook, it was like horizontal and then you had YouTube and then you had Snapchat and then you had, you know, then TikTok came out and then you had reels and stories and posts and you had to do like 10 different types of content. Now it's like vertical video or vertical pictures or vertical. Cool. It's like everything is competing at the, in the same vein. You have reels and TikTok and shorts and, and you know, all those things. So it's Facebook reels. So a lot of it's easier from that standpoint. But before that, it was like, how do you create one piece of content and get the most from it? So it's efficiency as low as common denominator with the message, go to the fucking gym. So what motivated me, what inspired me was I wanted to get my message of improving health and fitness without the bullshit, which is our trademark for Swarmormous. How do I reach more people with that? Doing one-on-one -on -one training wasn't cutting it for me. I wasn't enjoying being someone's 
personal psychologist and performing a task that in all honesty, I shouldn't, ha- I, I shouldn't be necessary for that. I shouldn't, I shouldn't have a job. So I think that was always a huge issue. Like, you know, personal trainer, I was like, I mean, I was just like, I, I shouldn't have this fucking job. I, this shouldn't be a thing. A personal trainer. I, I know I, I'm not saying personal training is not valuable. I'm not saying people that are personal trainers, because I did that for a long time. What I am saying is like, I would just start getting, I would just get frustrated. Like you can't train on your own. You need me to like fucking pick up the weights and hand them to you and put them back. It's like, you can't do this six, seven. It's like, you're paying me to count and spot. And of course I'm doing corrective exercise. And yeah, there's a lot more than just counting, but in my head, I'm like, this is just a waste of my time. It's just a waste of my hours. So it's like, how can I get this message to more people and get people to do this stuff on their own and learn on their own? And you know, when I have, cause I, I would acquire all this information from my personal experience, from my professional experience, helping a lot of people get results. But of course it's all good advice. If you take it, if I train them three, four or five hours a week and they go home and they're drinking and this, it's like, well, then you're not a good trainer. Bull fucking shit. If someone's eating shit and someone's slacking off on the weekends, it's not because you're not a good trainer. It's because they're not disciplined. They're not, they don't really give a fuck. And then of course, if they're paying you for five sessions a week, and they're eating shit on the weekends and not getting quality sleep. And then they don't get results. Guess whose fault it is? Not theirs, not theirs because they're with themselves 97% of the time. It's because you're not a good trainer and like, oh yeah, well, I'm not getting results. Yeah. Cause you're a fat fuck and you won't actually do what I say. So you start realizing like one of those earlier callers, like, Hey, how do I get so-and-so to go? To you don't, you don't, they want to be a fat, lazy fuck. Then they're going to be a fat, lazy fuck. Don't waste your time. Get rid of negative people. There are plenty more people that are receptive that are going to go to the gym. You will find a better friend. You'll find a friend that goes to the fucking gym. Boom, better friend, period. So I don't like, I don't need to, like if someone watches my videos, for example, and they're like, oh, he's such a fucking asshole. He tells me to go to the fucking gym. Like, oh, I'm beautiful the way I am. Then fuck, then don't go. Stop listening. Stop watching my videos. Fuck off. Go watch Disney Channel. Like I only want people paying attention to the videos that are going to be receptive of it. If you're like, yeah, I'm going to the fucking gym. Good. I'd rather get 10 people that love the content than a thousand that are like, like, I don't care. Go watch something else. You're not ready for it. It's fine. There's enough people in the world and there's way too many that are fat and fucking lazy. So I don't need the people watching my content that are bullshit, lazy fucks. It's like they, there's plenty of other things for them to watch. They can go watch Mr. Beast or something. So You know, my motivation was how do I distribute and how do I get the message across to the most people? And then I did it. So it's an idea, right? Oh, it's a cool idea. So how do I pass my message along? And from doing thousands of episodes, from talking for thousands of hours, guess what that does? It refines the message. It's helped me psychologically talk through my beliefs Literally, I'm talking through. It's like my inner monologue that I'm sharing. I'm talking, I'm answering questions, but it's thoughts that I have, it's information, it's perspectives, it's my experience, and it's helped me work through some of the things that all the things, like we've worked through all the topics and everything, a lot of things multiple times. A lot of things that we cover is in some ways repetitive, like a lot of the topics we cover are the same every day. 
But as my perspective changes and as our collective intelligence and knowledge base increases, the answers sometimes change over time. The answers are better. Sometimes we get a similar lazy question all the time. We're like, ah, fuck off. And we just like kind of skip a question. But at the same time, a lot of the answers have evolved and become more and more specific and targeted. So the more you know, the more you... The more you know, the more easily you can explain it. So whenever you hear these videos on TikTok from these woke tards that are over-explaining, it's like three minutes to talk about this privilege and they have no idea what the fuck they're talking about. It's a word salad because they don't know what they're talking about. The reason why the messaging here is so simple, it's because I know what the fuck I'm talking about from personal and professional experience. And that's why it's distilled so simply because it is simple. The execution is the challenge. The doing it when you don't feel like it is the challenge. The doing it when it's inconvenient is the challenge. The consistency is the challenge. The training is simple. The nutrition is simple. The community be like, hey, that person sucks. I'm not going to spend time with them. That's simple as fuck. It's simple as shit. Everyone makes it so complicated. It's simple. Recovery. Go to sleep. It's simple. Drink more water. It's simple. Mobility, like do some mobility, like touch your toes, like spend five fucking minutes bending and twisting a little bit. It's not complicated. Mindfulness, meditation, mindfulness, meditation, brain gains. You literally sit there and just fucking don't do anything for five minutes. Just sit there. What do I have to think of? Just nothing. Just fucking sit there. If you think you think, if you don't, you don't. Just sit there and fucking breathe. Can you do that for five fucking minutes? Oh, I just can't do meditation. My mind moves so fucking quickly. No shit. You are averse to literally sitting there on your fat fucking ass for five fucking minutes. Oh, I can't. My brain moves too quick. Five minutes, you idiot. <laughs> it's like, Jesus Christ, five fucking minutes. Can you do it for five fucking minutes? Can you just not be an idiot for five fucking minutes? So anyway, that was the inspiration. Can get that information. So rather than listen to one person's bullshit excuses at a time for an hour and want to shoot myself in the fucking head. I can project ideas to thousands and millions of people and get a lot more success from it. Change a lot more ideas, plant more seeds. That's going to take time. So long answer, but that's the motivation. That's the reasoning behind it. Because I have a lot of thoughts and ideas and I know how to get these fucking results. But, you know, being there for one time, counting someone's reps and spotting them a little bit is just not it was. It was torturous for me. And like I said, it doesn't mean that personal training is not something that you should pursue or that you don't like. Just because it wasn't for me doesn't mean that it's not for you. There are a lot of things that I don't want to do that I don't like to do that a lot of people like to do. Some people love cutting grass and mowing lawns and some people love painting pictures. So whatever you like to, if that's something you like to do and you really like doing it, then do it. Some people really love doing massage or hair or makeup or whatever it is. Like if you like doing it, cool. That's good. There should be people that like doing it. Otherwise a lot, you know, that's a whole industry. Like you can, we need people that do a lot of different things. 
if everyone wanted to do the same thing, it'd be a boring world and we'd be missing a lot of stuff. Okay, uh, that's exactly right, Cerny. If your brain moves too quick, you need brain gains. It's the same thing that when it comes to yoga, people say, like, oh, I can't do yoga. I'm not flexible enough for that. It's like... <laughs> you Every time someone says that, it's like you realize you just made the exact case for you to do yoga. I can't do yoga. I'm not flexible enough. I can't play the piano. I never practice. You don't say. You don't say you've never played the piano and you suck at it. Whoa. I'm very surprised. Shocked. Fucking shocked. Fucking shocked that you suck at tennis because you never play tennis. It's just like the stupidest thing to say. But I'm just saying, but you know, people don't necessarily realize it's the stupidest thing to say, but it is. Like, oh, my brain moves too quickly. I can't meditate. I can't. You are literally like that. You are the textbook person that literally needs it the most. No, no, I can't. Meditation is not for me. I, I can't. I, my brain moves too quickly. Uh, you're not fooling me, so. Okay. Ain't fooling me. Uh, do we do this? Do we do the last one? I forget we did this one. Did we do Sean? Was that Sean? What motivated you to yeah, start? Yeah, okay, we did, we, we did that one already. All right, thank you, Sean, for the call. I appreciate everyone. If you want to call in for the show, uh, make sure you go to askpapasolio.com. Appreciate the questions. A lot of good questions. We talked a lot about business and entrepreneur and starting the company and stuff like that and all the other things. Um, happy to answer those types of questions if you have them. But like anything else, I think the specific questions means you're actually putting some more effort into it. Like Carson had some good questions today. Like getting more specific to the actual nitty gritty is what's most important. Like, how do you lose weight? Like, that's that's a f garbage fucking question. It's a garbage question. You know, how do I get bigger? Come on. Have you done any, like, have you looked into anything at all? And I know sometimes people just want to hear an answer and they want to hear my perspective on that general concept. But to me, that just shows that you're, and I do understand that sometimes people, they, they, they start with that because it's like, well, that's why they're asking that general question. Cause they are doing the research. They are starting off. So I get that, but it's like, you want to, you got to have some sort of, you know, there's, you could fucking Google the shit out of that. Like that shouldn't even be a question that you don't look up first. Uh, people just don't have the ability to do any kind of research or to, invest any of their own time. They just want someone to tell them what to do is my point. That's not being proactive. If you have more of a specific question, I get it, but you got to put some fucking effort into it first. This is lazy. It's a lazy question. You know, you're getting my attention. Like my attention is the most valuable thing in my life. It's not time. It's attention. People's like, oh, time is the most valuable asset. Bullshit. It's attention. Everyone's got time. Like where's your attention for that time period? So if you're splitting attention, you're not giving quality attention. You're not living in the present for any of those things. So my attention is the, I don't get any more of that. Like I'm gonna be on my deathbed. Like I can't believe you asked me about intermittent fasting 5,000 fucking times. I can't believe I talked about that 5,000 times in my fucking life. <laughs> right? So, um, so when it comes to, when it comes to, Yeah. It's like, if I'm going to use my attention, if I'm going to use my attention, if I'm going to use my attention, it's going to be, it's not going to be for a stupid fucking question. Like it's an insult. 
you know, what about fasting? Oh, come on. Come on, bro. In other words, I just have a better use of my time for some questions. And sometimes, and that's not because of an ego. That's just because you're being lazy. But it's also because, uh, and sometimes I do feel like answering it. Sometimes I have a different take on it. I have a different perspective or I'm in a certain mood. But, you know, it is what it is. It's my pot. It's my potty. And I cry if I want to. I'll do whatever the I'll do, I'll I'll do whatever the fuck I want. I'll leave you people. I'll do whatever the fuck I want. My show, bitch. I'll do whatever the fuck I want. If I want to call you a little cunt twant, I'll call you a cunt twant. Simply because I feel like it. Even if you're a nice person, you're asking a good question. I might call you a twat because I feel like it. And you have to be ready for that. Uh, Elizabeth, great show today, Papa and fam. Now to finish training, then off to the local store for some raw milk and cheese. Have a terrific day, y'all. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> Carson, soundboards are fun, but love Papa Thinkio. Papa Thinkio. All right. Uh, let's see. I'm going to read another question or comment from Carson. Uh, definitely great advice. I think we're talking about the business thing. Just think anything worth doing has a buy-in. Um, yeah, but it depends. I mean, the buy-in is you fucking executing on it. I mean, the buy-in is your time. So everything is a buy-in. Everything's a sacrifice. By doing one thing, you're not doing something else. So that's why I'm saying make it worth it. Let me just read the rest of it. Like I posted half-assed tick. I could have posted half-assed TikToks today, but I have personal expectations and want to practically determine how to put it into my current schedule. I know it needs repetitions. I also know that 90% of TikToks are pure cringe. That was people trying to half-ass become TikTok millionaires. Yeah, I'm overthinking. I ought to put it together and do it. I just need to make sure I have a buy-in. You're still, dude, you're just word salad. I'm not saying this to be rude, but word fucking salad. Word salad. You're just making more bullshit fucking excuses. Fact. You're not, look, 90% of TikTok is pure cringe. Yeah. Don't make it cringe then. What does that have to do with you recording on your phone? It's not going to be cringe. So one, like enough, enough of this bullshit. Um, again, don't post TikToks trying to become a millionaire. Not that you're said you're doing it, but yeah, just you're not, don't do it for the money. If you're doing it for the money, you're doing it for the wrong reason. Um, anything worth doing as a buy-in again, it's your time. Um, I could have posted half-assed TikToks today. Why would they be half-assed? Talk to the screen or use the green screen feature in TikTok. And if you have an article as educational, download a couple pictures from Google and talk about them with them in the background. Like do that. Um, I have personal expectations. Bullshit. Perfectionism is procrastination. Again, it's bullshit. If you're, if you, if you say you're a perfectionist, you want it to be just a certain way. You're full of shit. You're procrastinating. Just saying you're full of shit. That's procrastination. You're just defining, making a bullshit excuse. Well, I want it to be a certain way. Have fun not starting and not doing it at all. Like that's all you're saying. Um, and I want to practically determine how to put in my current schedule. Do you know how long TikToks are, dude? How to put into your schedule? Just fucking record a video and post it. Now I want to know what the, like, just do it. Just post the fucking videos. Literally, you have no ground to stand on. Because guess what? You're going to wait another six months and then start and it's still going to suck. You're going to wait a year until you have it just right and it's still going to suck and get no views. Like you're going to get no views for a long time. 
That's what I'm saying. You better enjoy the fuck out of what you're doing because you're going to make hundreds of videos with dog shit results. So get ready for that. Get the fuck ready for that. Um, <laughs> you're going to post hundreds of videos and get nothing. I, want, I will tell you, on YouTube, I posted videos. I don't know how many thousands, like hundreds and thousands of videos. I put, we did, so 2016 to 2019, that's three years. So that's a thousand episodes, thousand episodes of the podcast. Um, hundreds plus DWGs, tons of videos on YouTube. It took me three years to get 10,000 followers on YouTube. Three years. And then that third year got like 90,000. So hit a hundred thousand in one year, like the hockey stick. And then of course I got censored in 2020 and then it's been kind of like flatlined. It's like 140 something right now. So the YouTube is really flattened out. I got censored hardcore, like many people, whatever. Um, Instagram, same thing took like years. We got like a hundred thousand followers, I think in 2020. I don't know if it's 2021. I think it was 2020. So it was like four years. Three years. And then now it's at like 800. Like it's, you know, you blow up. Like the more you do it, you get better. And because the only reason it kept on growing is because I kept on getting better and better and better and better at the messaging, better at the editing and the filming and what I wanted to look like and the messaging and the marketing and the branding and the content and the products. It just got better. And I'm good at it. I'm just good at it. Not everyone's as good as I'm going to be at it. I'm not, you know, no, no one's doing it the way I'm cause I'm doing it my way. So no one's going to be, and that's how you make yourself like irreplaceable. Yeah. I mean, I, I don't want to, that's why I don't watch content. I'm not aware of what most people are doing. I don't give a shit and I'm not going to do things the way they're doing it primarily because of the reason that they're doing it that way. I don't want to do it the way other people are doing it. I don't want to have a show like other people have. Because like, it's, it's a silly thing to do. I don't, that's why I always say I don't have competition. I really, I've never felt like I had competition. Like, I don't care who does program. Like I'm not, I don't do programs. I have programs, but I don't do programs. There's no competition when it comes to podcasts. There's no competition when it comes to live streams. There's no competition where it comes to Swanormous X. There's just no, I have no competition because it's a very specific person and product and this it's like i don't have competition because i'm not who am i competing with someone else that has swanormous x no one does someone else that has a fucking man cast with knowledge cock and goes balls deep every like what other podcast out there is where's the competition that's my point that's why you want to really whatever you're doing you need to do it exactly the way you're gonna that you want but do it when you start, do it the easiest way possible. This is great information, I'm telling you. Anyone that's like sitting on their fucking ass thinking, do it the easiest way possible. Why? So you do a lot of it. You'll get better at it and it will get better. You might want to have a, a room that's filming with a certain way and you there's a famous YouTuber that you like and you love the way their video looks. It's not going to look that way when you start. You're not going to have videos that look like that. The only reason they did it is because they anyone that... Go to any YouTuber that you like. Let's say you watch a show or content, right? Like if, if you like my content, the way the camera looks and the way it's edited and executed, cool. Now go watch the first shit I ever did. Go watch that stuff. 
You like the way Joe Rogan's show looks? Cool. Go watch the first fucking episode. There's like a little snow animation. There's like no talking for the first 10, 15 fucking minutes because they didn't even know they were online. It's garbage. It's just like, it's dog shit garbage. Go watch the earlier, go watch the earliest shit of everything. It's dog shit. Any show, anything like your favorite fucking show. The begin, like usually it's dog shit unless it's a massive, massive production where it's like, it has to be good. And they're investing millions of dollars to get the best actors. Like the early seasons might be better. Right. But there are a lot of shows like um, Always Sunny in Philadelphia, like my favorite comedy. The early ones are funny, but they don't have the comedic timing. The characters aren't developed as much. Like it's not as paced properly. Like it's it's good. They're funny. We watched like an episode or two last night. It's like they're funny, but it's more like smile. Like, oh, my God, remember when they shot that? It's just it wasn't there. And then it developed. And as it blew up and got better and better filming and, you know, they figured out what they were doing and it just gets better and better. So the earlier ones are like cringe, like, oh, I wouldn't have edited like that. It would have been better like that. It would have chopped harder and cut here. And it would have been like, why they say that? That was just too long. The pause was too great. It's just, you get better at it. So just stop making your own fucking, stop, stop bullshitting yourself. Like that should be the thing. Okay, um, let's give away today's Swole card. Why don't we do interviews anymore? We talked about that earlier, Steffi. Maybe you need to go back and watch the um, earlier one. Uh, earlier. Why, not, why don't I do it? Like, interviews like what? If anything, we might have some additional content, um, just audio, like on the podcast. We might have like, but live stream, probably not. We talk about guests, like interviews, because I don't care. The only thing I would care about is like doing swole calls or having like members up, but like interviews with like other people. Like I, I, I don't care about that. Like I don't care about someone's education and what they have to say. And like, you know, I, I don't care to interview people. It's just not something I'm interested in aside from like members and like real people, real, like that kind of thing. But in terms, if you mean like interviews, like a having a doctor on or a certain person on a certain show, like I, that's not what I'm interested in. The thought of doing that makes me want to like hang myself. I don't know. And have you noticed that sometimes some people that have shows that just interview people and they have people on and they talk to them, sometimes they just look dead inside to me. Sometimes they just look dead inside. They're asking the same generic questions like, how'd you come up with that? Or how the, the same fucking answers over and over again, this and that. And that. Oh, Jesus Christ. So what I do like is like the swole calls and things like that. Swole calls and stuff like that. So maybe, maybe we'll have something on the show, but you know, because of the scheduling and doing the show, like what time, like I, 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 there isn't like a set schedule for like what time the show goes live. So scheduling that is not something I want to do. I don't want to get in the habit of like, I don't want to have it like, Oh, at this time. Yeah. So maybe, maybe there'll be additional content, but plan on doing some more swole calls and things like that. But there's so much stuff going on. It's just, um, there's so much content done every day. It's not, when it fits in and when it's, when it's right, it'll be right. Yeah. Interviewing is definitely a skill. I, I just don't, I'm not interested in it aside from like regular conversations like we've had on swole call. So if we do anything, it'll be something like that again. 
but just not interested in doing interviews. Just general conversations, but not interviews. Cerny, you and KD the best. Yeah, those were great. It's just, it, it never, it was never able to get consistent. So if it's not consistent, I'm not going to do it. So it needs to be something, it needs to be something consistent. It needs to be something in a flow. So if anything, it might be something where um, one of the, it, it, if, if it ever gets done, it would be something where like one of the shows, like one of the days, whether it's Sunday or Saturday, it would be like, you know, a Swolfam member episode. So it wouldn't be something intermittent. It'd be something that's like consistent. I don't like doing things like once in a while. So if anything doesn't really fit into my flow, that's why if it doesn't get done consistently, it's just like the red, white and swole podcast. Like I just don't, I've never just, I just don't want to keep up with it. It's not something that I'm really, for whatever reason, I'm not passionate enough about it. There's certain things I, that I really do like to do. And, and, and this is what is important when, it, when you have a business and you have a lot of uh, uh, media content. So it's like, it doesn't mean that I won't do it again. It doesn't mean that I won't be consistent within the future. But I stop stressing over things. If, I, if I'm not really passionate and if I don't do something, there's a reason. I don't really want to do it. So like if I find myself like, oh, I don't really want to do it, I just stop doing it. No joke. Like if there's like, oh, I don't really, if it feels like a drag, I just stop doing it. If I really like doing it, it really fits and I feel good with that flow, I'll keep doing it and I'll be consistent with it. So I, I let that be the the barometer. If I'm not all in on it, there's a reason. So I just ditch it really quick. That's why you'll see me do something or I'll promote something or do something a certain way. And then if you don't hear about it again, it's just like, eh, something's off. It's not ready or Something, something about it isn't, the timing isn't right or something's just a little bit off. So I'll just ditch it, pivot very quickly. I'm not afraid to work on something for a while and then drop it. And maybe come back to it later. So you never know. Uh, let's see. Did I do any Tony Robbins workshops? No, 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 no. Nancy says, just jump in. I quit my job and started my own law firm. It's not easy, but it was the best thing I ever did. Yeah. In closing, because we talked a lot about business stuff, just make sure that you are doing it your way. When it comes to competition, again, I do things my way because it's my thing. I'm not creating. And once I realize like, hey, anything that I do, like I'm in charge. If I don't like doing something a certain way or that kind of pacing or if that feels stressful for me, I'm not creating something that's going to be a burden or like a job. So anything that, anytime I feel friction is my point. Anytime I feel friction when it comes to creating videos in a certain way or filming in a certain way or creating content in a certain way, if it's a burden to me or it feels there's friction, there's something wrong and I ditch it or I change it so there's less friction. So that's when it comes to recording. You're not going to have a studio from the start. I didn't. Because when you don't, and going back, to, again, I'm not just picking on Carson today, but anyone that's thinking about filming, it's going to come down to, oh, the way I want to do it, the lighting, the camera, the way I want it to look. Okay, that's all ideal. That's all idealistic. You don't even know what you want. And I'm telling you, you don't know what you want before you start. Trust me, you just need to start. Right? You just need to start. And once you start, it will evolve. 
Like I didn't know when people ask me like, Oh, where do I see the show? Or where do I see all this stuff in five years? I have no fucking idea because I didn't see this five years ago. So it just started and evolved. I didn't, you know, and we keep on adding things and tweaking things and trying different things, right? Like we didn't always have overtime on Fridays, but then we started doing like, and boom, it works. I love it. We all love it. Overtime's great. Um, we didn't always have swole fam round tables every two weeks. We used to have them like once a month. We used to have them, you know, randomly, like, you know, once in a while. Now we have them every two weeks. Boom. It works. It plays. It's fun. You know, like there's a bunch of things that weren't always the same way. Like we didn't always have Ask Papa Soyo Live on Sundays. It was always a topic based and taking live questions like earlier episodes. So it just evolves. So, you know, the seven pillars are there. The podcast. All I know is I'm going live every day and the podcast is every day. And how that looks in five years is going to be how it looks in five years. So it's not really, it doesn't matter. There's got to be that kind of like open-ended room for change and pivoting. So the way I make content today is not going to be the way that I make content in five years. How is it going to change? I don't know, but it will. And I'll try different things and I'll pivot. If something's not working anymore or it feels dull or just kind of like it's burning out, I'll be pivoting long before it gets to that point. I'll be shifting. I shift long before when I start, because I shift when I start getting tired of something. If I'm starting to be like, oh, I don't like doing it this way anymore. It's not working. Then I'm going to change it. So, and I usually change things long before other people get tired of it or it gets bored. Like I'm already, I'm, I'm, I'm well ahead. I'm far ahead of like from the outside. Anyway, round tables are awesome. Yeah, that's the thing. We already have our, we already have our group conversation. So maybe we'll, um, what might happen when it comes to like round tables, maybe we'll feature Maybe we'll feature some like little segments on the podcast. Maybe we'll have like little 15 minute, you know, segments or blocks or things that, uh, you know, we feature, you know, because maybe we'll have like little previews or something like that for people to listen to, but we'll see. Just make sure you start, make sure you start. Again, like if you don't, if you don't get those reps in, you don't know where, how it's going to evolve. So just by starting doing it, then you realize, oh, I really like doing it in this way. Well, how do I do it better in that way? Oh, I really like, cause you'll, you'll start doing things in a certain way with your videos and then get a, and then get response from like people and you start answering questions and you realize, oh, I really like a ask answering questions. I really like doing this kind of, a, you know, I don't know, interactive thing or whatever it is. And then you go that direction. So you, a lot of times you don't know where it's going to go. You don't know what you really like to do. You have an idea, but until you start, you don't realize you don't know until you do it. All right, let's get into uh, good shit. Let's see a little tainty man. Uh, he's Aww. can't tell where his butt is. His butt's to the right, I suppose. And of course we have the church. Oh, look at that beach. Oh, beachy. Oh, churchy. You're so cute. You're so cute. Here's some pets from the fam. Look. She fits. She's like my hand. Oh, sweet girl. Sweet girl. You good girl, mama. All right. All curled up. Fam, let's give away today's swole card. Here we go. 
Good questions. A lot of uh, a lot of business kind of stuff, marketing shit. It's good stuff. Yeah. Oh yeah. Good Q and anus. We got a winner, Don Crane. Congratulations. All right, DC. Swole privilege going to the DC. Send us an email to support at swolenormous.com. Swole card 2480 in the subject. Your mailing address in the body of the email. Super awesome. By the way, uh, this Thursday, Beaches, this Thursday we have a roundtable. Tomorrow, tomorrow's no roundtable. Remember, go and check out the Driving While Gaining, available on Swole TV for members. And of course, we also have P3S6 dropping in, my goodness, in 20 days, 20 days away, March 11th. P3S6 is going to be fucking Liddy McTitterson. Check out all the brand new drops over there at papaswoyo.com. Get your St. Patty's merch in. Get your fuck your pink drink merch in. All that good shit. All that old chestnut. And tomorrow, Monday, February the bank day, 12 p.m. Eastern time. Private episode tomorrow for members only. Accountability meeting tomorrow, beaches. Don't miss it. Good questions today, fam. Really questions. Some real thinkers. I know we ranted a lot, talked a lot about it. We talked a lot about a lot of things. I think the message of the day is to shut the fuck up and do it. I think Carson should be sharing his screen name and account on TikTok. And his homework is to post a video today. Seriously, just make a video. And in closing, reminder... Do it the way you want to do it. If you're creating your own thing, do it exactly the way you want to do it. Exactly. Exactly. Make it the way you want to do it because you're the one that's doing it. If you're starting your own shit, fucking do it your way. The last thing you want to do is do it the way you think someone else would do it. The way someone else should do it. Then you're just creating competition and you're not being authentic. You're not being authentic. It's not going to resonate. You're not going to enjoy doing it. You're going to resent the time you spend doing it. It's going to feel like you're spending and wasting time rather than investing time. And that's not good. It's an investment. You enjoy doing it. Hell yeah, Beaches. We choose truth over facts. Oh, thank you, man. You got more questions, but I tell you, if you have a problem figuring out whether you're for me or Trump, then you ain't black. Got it out just in time. Coast to coast. Ah, very nice, fam. Excellent golf clap. Thank you so much. All right, fam. Join us, swollenormousx.com, tomorrow accountability meeting at 12 noon Eastern time. 
Again, members only tomorrow, 12 noon Eastern time. We'll be back here for the public mancast on Tuesday for 2482. Uh, great releases tomorrow. It's going to be fucking lit as always. Thanks for being here. We'll see you then. Peace, McGee's Deuce McGoose, your boy, Papa Solio. Oh, 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 oh. Crazy flow, need a straight jacket. Cash flow, I'm a bank addict. Six subs, had the bass smacking. 808, had the place clapping. Three girls is enough for me, so I pull out like the stock crashing, like an IPO trying to purchase me. This a private sector, so you can't have it. Faking all that boom babbing. Who you think you is, boy? 90s want they sound back, so I give rap all these fake rappers as I take matters in my own hands. I don't need rapping, I don't need Zans. I don't need help, I'm a grown man. Now they can't laugh, then they so mad, it's like. Then y'all found that young kid.